Last night, there was a lot going on. Right? You had the Nets game, which was a disappointment, the Mets game, the Yankees game. But there was something specifically that really pumped me up. And it was a line in this next guest's article last night, Thornton McHenry of the New York Post, in which he said, Steve Cohen, this was a source, Steve Cohen wants to buy the Mets for the good of the Mets, the good of Mets fans, and the good of baseball. And when I read that, I jumped out of my seat. Is that, is and that I what you said, Steve pumped. Cohen? Yes! It's like he was talking to us. Wow. It's like he was communicating to us through Thornton McHenry. Thornton, that line was, when you wrote it down in your article, didn't even you get pumped up? It was, uh, it was, it felt like a good break in the story. Uh, it was uh, from a source familiar with Cohen's thinking. Uh, hi, guys. Good, hi. Hi, <laughs> talking to you. So um, when is he buying the team, Thornton? I mean, let's, <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean yeah, I, I mean, the timeline is still the timeline from what we understand. I mean, it's still final bids are due end of August, um, and they'd like to have a buyer in place, um, uh, by the end of October. Uh, and then hopefully they can get this whole thing wrapped up by the end of the year. It's still the timeline. And and right now you so right now give me your percentage on Cohen buying the team. Well, how how do you break it down? Because I guess it's still basically the three you know major people, if you will, groups that we have talked about in the past, right? Uh, I mean, percentage wise, it's hard. I mean, I, the story yesterday, um, and I think you know, I we, I tried to put a little nuance in the story is that you know. Uh, it sounds like once everyone saw the Mets financials uh, and the end of last week, beginning of this one, um, it just it gave people a real sense of, of how how difficult navigating uh, this franchise is going to be uh, going forward. And it sounds like um, the Harrison Blitzer bid, um, instead of upping their offer, they sort of left their offer in place and said, hey, you know, this is what we're going to offer. Uh, and if the other two people don't work out, you know, call us. Seems to be the... Um, seems to be what, what they did. Uh, so they're sort of now, I would say, kind of not out or on the sidelines. I think they're just they're, they're comfortable not bidding the boats mm. for the team. Uh, they're, they're just not willing to overpay uh, for the financial picture they've seen. And based on their, their business model and how they've made their money, that makes sense. They, they don't overpay as a rule. Um, meanwhile, you know, I think the bad blood from February – when the Cohen deal fell apart, has uh, from people have told us uh, many times of this process that uh, the name that keeps coming up to me in conversations is that Jeff Wilpon feels especially uh, he has some especially bad blood towards Cohen for what happened. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, there's there's some thinking that he'd prefer uh, the J Rod bit, but we're also hearing, and there's something we've heard throughout the process also that Steve Cohen is likely almost certain to offer the most money uh, for the team. So that's really sort of, so in sort of percentages, uh, that seems to be a pretty good signal. And someone's going to offer the most money, well, uh, that usually puts them in a very good position. Okay, so as I'm reading your article, I, I mentioned to everybody what pumped me up, and that's Steve Cohen rallying the base by saying, I'm doing this for the good of the Mets, I'm doing this for the good of baseball. You drop in a line from a source, and you were alluding to it now, that Jeff Wilpon hates Steve Cohen. Mm. Which leads to me asking, why does Jeff Wilpon hate the Met fans? Like, well, why does he right. have this vitriol right. towards why Joe and I? 
Because I'm starting to take it well, personally. We know, we he know just why hates he Met fans. Like us. No, hold on. Wait. Was there, don't when you see, you know the Met fans are one thing, and we, we know why he doesn't like us. Well, yeah, I meant in general. <laughs> okay. Right? Now he should like you because you're a season ticket holder that spends money and has your family has for years. Right. But he still doesn't like you because. For the same reason, we know why is because we criticize the team and we criticize him constantly. But does he? And this is the you know jokes aside, the seriousness of my question here: Does he have that much power in this sale to literally use bitterness towards not only his fan base but to a guy that he just doesn't like? He doesn't like Steve Cohen. And I don't know what happened in February, and quite frankly, I don't even care anymore. Does he have enough power to actually? make this organization and Fred Wilpon and Saul Katz sell to a lower bidder just because he doesn't like Steve Cohen? I mean, I, we, no one knows. I mean, he's, you know, he's the son of, of, the, of the principal owner and the nephew of uh, the other owner. Um, I mean, in the end, yeah, in the end, we think this is going to be a decision made by, you know, the, the Wilpons and the Katzes, uh, that it's going to be a quorum decision. So, yeah, I mean, we're not reporting that it's going to be held up by one person. We're just saying that, you know, someone in the someone on that side is clearly, you know, from what we've heard, doesn't has a real problem with how February went. Um, and yeah, so I mean, can can Jeff Wolfram scuttle the deal by himself? I, that would be hard to imagine. But I mean, I think we, from what we've heard, he has a voice in the room and he's listened to. And you know, in February, it seemed like his his voice was heard. So it's kind of hard to discount him. Um, that said, again, I mean, we're in a situation globally where if you can get the most money for something right now, it seems like the almost logical decision just to take it, uh, especially if you're someone who's, you know, leveraged against the commercial real estate world and you're looking at running a baseball team for the next few years and the financial picture there is, is extremely shaky. You know, why, I thought, why do, do I have this sick feeling in my stomach that the Wilpons will never sell. I mean, I, I, I just, no, I, I mean it. I mean, like, I, I just, as a Met fan since the beginning, because, you know, I'm an old man. I'm like, you know, the, the ancient Mariner. I just have this sick feeling that they just will, it's like a tease, you know? Like a tease, you know? I mean, the they, last thing. They take yeah, you the to the thing. brink and then, uh, no. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I will say the last public statement that we had from Jeff Wilpon was back in, uh, I believe, June. I, I mean, I'm sorry, time has become so fluid to me. Uh, he, he gave a speech at a virtual dinner where he said a transaction of some type will occur. Uh, I mean, you okay, know, there well, was a thing where you I could see. drag that through, but the idea is that, you he know... You could be I buying dinner for somebody. I mean, a transaction <laughs> will occur. What, is, but what I, does I, that I mean? mean? That was the closest we heard to them saying that they a sale, you know, a majority sale of the team. And um, from everyone we've spoken to, uh, who everyone who's been around this, who's seen sort of the inner workings of this, it's hard to fathom that they won't sell the majority of the team for the optimal amount of money right now, just because, again, of what's going on in the world. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, stranger things have happened. I mean, I think anyone who's followed the, 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 the sales processes for the team over the past decade, uh, even the minority sales that were sometimes hindered by last minute, uh, confusion and drama. There's always a chance that something could change at the last minute. But right now, it, it's kind of hard to fathom that, that we would go down this far down this road twice in, this, in a year and a half and not come out with some kind of resolution. And the fact that, you know, now there are pretty much three, there are three people, three groups interested in this team at some number. 
that is in the ballpark of what the Wolfhounds are looking for at this point. So they have three options. So if they end up not selling the team, it would be, I mean, you know, it would be kind of flabbergasting, to be honest, that they, that they, that they don't. No, no, I'm with you. And I, I've been more confident than Joe has been that the Will Ponds will sell. My fear is that the Will Ponds will stick it to us on the way out by making sure it doesn't go to the guy that could probably do the most with the right, franchise. But right. you mentioned something in the article, which it wasn't concerning, but I saw it and I said, oh, here it begins. And it's what Joe was alluding to. And that was multiple sources confirmed to you in the post that the Will Ponds will retain 5% of the team in any deal. And five is yeah. not a big number. It doesn't mean anything, but that's kind of scary. Like, is that going to go to 10 and then 20? And then before you know it, they're keeping right. half the team. So that was a, that was something that a colleague of mine, uh, Cindy Adams, the uh, New York city legend uh, reported uh, earlier uh, yesterday or the day before. Um, and when I talk, I, 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 there had been some rumblings about that. Um, she clearly heard it from someone. I reached out again to people. And what my understanding from people now inside the process is that that's always been the case. Mm-hmm. Um, in this deal that the Wolfons have always made it clear they'd like to hold on to a small minority. And let's and to be frank, owning five percent of the team going forward would be would have less power than Steve Cohen has the team now and he owns eight percent of the team. Right. Uh, as, as as things stand. So I mean a five percent stake in the team uh, is I mean again, I think is almost like a vestigial It's not stake. the five, it's, it's, I think it's, it's the fear that it turns into something bigger. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean they'll have a lot of liquidity. <laughs> But uh, if the if the deal goes through, but I, I my understanding is that uh, and the understanding from people inside the process is this is something that they've always wanted. They've always wanted to hold on to some uh, part of ownership of the team. Just I think almost for almost almost like for emotional needs, five percent is not going to drive a lot of anything into your pocket, especially for the next few years. So everyone has been aware of this in the sale. This is not some sort of. Sh- this is not like what happened in February where it was a five-year window and that was apparently a confusion and uh, you know control became an issue. This is something that has been part of any deal from the beginning of this new process. And everyone who's sort of bid or kicked the tires and has moved forward has looked at this and agreed to it. So that 5% thing, well, I tried to put in the article that you know this, this shouldn't be a concern to people and it shouldn't be that big of a red flag just because it has been uh, the lay of the land for a long time. And 5% is not, again, 5% is not a powerful uh, amount in, in any uh, corporation. You know, and again, we're talking to Thornton McHenry, talking about the sale of the Mets. You know, I worry, and we talked, Evan and I have talked about this, I worry that Major League Baseball does not want a guy coming in to buy the Mets that's going to go crazy and try to compete with the Yankees and spend, spend, spend. They don't want that. They want a big market team that's not spending money that's going to keep salaries down. And that's something that concerns me going forward with the owner of this team. What about that? Um, that's something, I mean, I think we've heard a more sort of um, – a more muted version of that, that, you know, I mean, as you guys know, I mean, baseball is going into a collective bargaining agreement and a lot of the owners, you know, are looking for a certain, a certain level here just because again, I mean, but they want a salary cap. I mean, we know that they've they've wanted that for a hundred years now. Yeah. And the state of baseball and the state of professional sports, the state of the global economy, this is not a great time for someone to come in and say, I'll, I'm going to be an outlier and spend. Um, so, yeah, there has been names of certain owners have come up that have been, you know, a little curious about 
Cohen and a little uh, cynical about his ability to play ball. Everything we've heard is that, you know, Steve Cohen is happy to talk to their owners and, and put their fears to rest if it gets to that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's the CBA and all that. I mean, having the richest owner ever come in right before a CBA in the middle of a financial crisis, uh, I could understand if you're an owner, it could give you a little bit of pause. But the other part of that uh, formula that we've been hearing a lot about uh, is that Fred Wilpon is an incredibly popular guy in baseball among other owners and commissioners. And, you know, most, if he, and if he asks, Hey, you know, this is, I want this to happen. A lot of owners will go along and we think at least 75% is what I've been told. So he'll probably mm. he'll almost certainly get there if, if he calls around and then says, Hey, you know, I trust him. I think he'll do the right thing. And, um, yeah, I mean, and it behooves Steve Cohen to say, yes, you know, sure. Uh, if he wants the Mets. Um, and yeah, and one guy is not gonna, I can't, I, I don't really know the rules. I've never, uh, shocking news break. I've never been an MLB owner. I've never been in those meetings. But I, it's hard, again, it's hard to think that one owner could hold up an entire CBA. But uh, yeah, that, I think that has been a concern. But again, something I think you could they could get over if if they need to. Is a Rod still? Because we know he's got a lot of backers, guys with money. Whether it's Vinny Viola or Mike Rapoli, is he still the point man? Is he still the guy with the control? Or has that changed as they've tried to up their bid? I mean, everything we've heard, everyone who's come in on that bid, who's participating, has come on with the express understanding that he would be the control person. He would be the lead person in that bid. Um, that's, that has not changed. Uh, there has been, I mean, my colleague Josh Cosman, who's done an, an equally great job on the story, uh, has, has, has did a story a few weeks ago about that. And it was very clear to everyone that A-Rod is, is the guy. He's the lead, he's the lead of that bid. Well, we're gonna see what happens. This so you is, say. Uh, so you say by the end of October they're gonna sell the team. Is that what you're saying? So the timeline, as we've understood it uh, for a while, is so bids are due end of August. The final bids. They'll select right. their. They'll select the bid. You know, shortly after one would think, and then the deal will be in place. That you know, everything will be signed off on. The Wilpons and the new and the buyer will have an agreement signed and, and between them agreed to entirely. Sort of the that, that that's the that that's where things got held up in February, that that last final signing moment to really mm. you know cement that deal. That's where things sort of imploded in February. So that would be done at the end of October, and then they would go into the approval process for Major League Baseball, which they're giving it uh, they're giving it two months, um, November and December, uh, to to get through. So, so every yeah, free agent wait until January before you sign anywhere. Yeah. Okay. The, I mean, wait. the rumor has been, yeah, the Wilpons want this done by the end of the year, that they want right. this whole transaction closed. And that's a very hard deadline for them. So, okay. yeah. So I think the team will be sold. I think you'll have a very good sense who's going to buy it, hopefully, by the middle of September. And you'll very feel exciting. confident in October. And then you'll know in December. Is very, very exciting. Thornton. We're going to miss you once this whole thing is done. You're going to have to break some other sports business stories that are our interest to us because we are going to miss <laughs> yeah. you when this is all over. I'll, I'll t- miss you guys. <laughs> good talking to you, Thornton. We appreciate back it. Back to my day job. <laughs> See you, Thornton. Exactly. Thank you, guys. Thornton McHenry of the New York Post. It does sound, and he said this in his article, that it really is coming down to the A-Rod J-Lo group versus Stevie Cohen, which is star-powered. I mean, you've got the billionaire dude who loves the Mets, who's probably going to just buy players like it's paintings against A-Rod, who, say what you want about him, is a megastar. So this is a star-driven battle. And by the way, I mean, I, I can't even, I, 
I feel dirty even talking about this. You're not going to believe what Fernando Tatis Jr. did now, Joe. He's stealing third base up six runs in the fourth inning. Is that allowed? Good. Can you do that? Is that okay? Or is he going to get drilled the next time up because the police are after him? Please. Good for Tatis. I'm with you. Good for him. Steal third base. Leave San Diego. You want to get out of there as soon as you can. Your team didn't back you up. That's right. Well, I did bring up a few years ago. You already probably forgot this. When they were talking about the idea of trading Noah Syndergaard, they said, hey, Noah Syndergaard for Fernando Tatis Jr., you were not interested in that trade, Joe. Yeah, well. No. Things have changed. Maybe they could sign him as a free agent down the road. Once, <laughs> once J-Lo and, and A-Rod or Steve Cohen buy the team. And uh, I'll still believe it when I see it, by the way, because I just do not trust the Wilpons at all. You know, well, I, I don't trust the Wilpons in terms right of, now thinking about it. of doing bad things to the fan base on the way out. Like, hey, I... I don't want Steve Cohen buying the team. Let me get it to right, A-Rod, right. where God knows what kind of owner he's going to be. Yeah, I still have but confidence in A-Rod, I have to say. I don't know why. I do. Why? I do. Because I just do. I do. I think the uh, guy is a very good baseball guy, and I think he's got something to prove. You ever hear him on Sunday Night Baseball as a real good baseball guy? Yeah, who cares about that? That's, well, that's, I mean, what, what, what are we basing it on? And he's a good I, baseball I, guy. I, I am confident he will get the job done. He's the kind of guy that's going to want the team to win. He's not going to buy the team and want them to be, you know, a, a, a second division, if you will, team. He ain't going to want that. You could want whatever you want in life. Well, you got to go do something about well, it. I think, and I think he will. I All right. We'll come back Would with you some rather of your... have A-Rod and J-Lo on the team or the Wilpons? That's not a fair question. Well, what, what do you mean it's not? It's a you very... know the answer. I'd okay. rather have anybody buy the uh, team well, than the Wilpons. So you got to have confidence that, first of all, look, I still am not confident the Wilpons are selling. You know my my feeling on that. I, I just right. don't. I don't. I don't trust them at all. But you have to have confidence that A-Rod would come here and get the job done. Hey, Joe. If A-Rod the, is so much about A-Rod. You think this guy doesn't want to be like this great owner and stick it to every? You don't think he wants to go after the Yankees? Come on. I'm sure Brody, he you don't think wants that? to, but I'm not sure if he's going to have the wherewithal well, to. I think he's going to I try. think Steve Cohen does. Okay. And look, look, Joe. Here's the thing I tell myself, and you'll tell yourself this too, even if like Harrison Blitzer bought the team, right? It's not the Wilpons. That's what we would tell ourselves, well, no matter who bought right. the team. So, right. yes, if you're but that asking me. Mean, but that doesn't mean whether it's Blitzer, whether it's Cohen, whether it's A-Rod, J- whatever, that any of them would be, you know, that we would be happy with them eventually. We don't even know that. No, you're right. We don't it's know. It's somebody Steve, different, and we're praying that these people are going to do the right thing by the Mets. 100%. And make on, them into a legitimate contender every year. On paper, the billionaire who buys sculptures just because he feels like it for a billion dollars, that's just the guy that seems like would be the better baseball owner. But, of course, we don't know. Right. But the truth right. is, what we can agree on is the Wilpons being gone will be a good thing for the yes. Mets fans. No, we do. But I, I, but but like I said, please let them be gone. You know. Yes. No. Amen to that. I'm very because I, I I do worry. You know, I've been very concerned. You have. That. You have. You have.